All right, guys. Welcome to the second episode of Lunch with a Bad Bitch. Uh, I am the bad bitch, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today I have three guests with me. Two of them uh, have created the brand, I would say, called Taste Tales Ghana, which is a, quite a popular page on Twitter where they give you reviews and stuff like that. So, guys, can you say hi? Introduce yourselves. Hi, guys. Hi this guys. is Awo Shadi from Taste Tales. Hi, this is Oriku from Taste Tales. All right, and I have also Ato from um, Eight Volta Workspaces. Yes, I perfect. Got it yes. yes, perfect. So I'll get into first things first. What made you guys start Taste Tales Ghana? Um. Okay. Basically, it was last year, and what made me start? Well, initially, when it started, we're a group of foodies. We're about four foodies. And then along the way, you know, different things, priorities. So it was just left with me. So um, earlier this year, I realized I needed, it was becoming a lot. Like it transitioned from a blog into, let's just say, a company. Mm. So I needed a partner that could help me and everything. Mm. So Oreko and I teamed up. So that's what we have tasted today. And basically the bottom line is good food, food experiences in Accra, Ghana, and hopefully beyond. Oreku has a good explanation for what Taste Tales. Is it 360? I actually worked with Awo um, on a project. It was a foodie project. All right. Um, the ice cream fair. Oh, and, um, yeah, I think I remember. It was last year in December? Yeah. Yeah. So um, after the fair, it was just chemistry. You know, like, it's really hard to work with someone on the same wavelength as you. Like, actually getting someone who is as passionate and as hardworking as you are. Like, it's so wonderful to get someone. So, this is what he meant by the chemistry. okay. So, you'd explain, huh? I explain. It's so basically, Sade is saying that she's single and on the market. No, no, I'm not single. Oh, she's not single. Oh, please. Please. I'm sorry, guys. It's I over. <laughs> so, yeah, so I've been following you guys since last year. Like, uh, I'm also a foodie. I like going out. That was why the podcast yeah. also happened eventually. And I kept noticing, like, your tweets and then I followed you guys. And I see that you guys do a lot of things geared towards food like you talk about breakfast which ones are cheap yeah. and things and I'm assuming it's a lot of effort goes into this and money as well right because you're not going to get eat there for free yeah. Yeah. but have any restaurants or anything done something like where they call you over and say review us and you know we'll give it to you on the house or something like that have you had that sort of an experience already yeah yeah quite a number of restaurants you know but um, sometimes please take me along with you yeah okay um, <laughs> <laughs> quite a number of restaurants um, but sometimes we also go in as anonymous okay you know it, sometimes if, if we go in as anonymous you know it, it makes them like they are kind of real with us they're caught mm-hmm. off guard yeah like. yeah. yeah so it, it it gives us more authentic content you know which is true because uh, it doesn't should not seem like you guys are biased as well right yeah. mm-hmm. that's exactly. the whole point of your blog right exactly and so are you um, when you guys review a place do you feel like afraid to give a negative review to a place because you know last the last podcast we discussed about social media and how it makes or breaks uh, an upcoming place and we had spoken in, at length about the chop shop issue that had happened uh, somebody had gone there and she had a bad experience yeah. and she came and spoke about it on Twitter yeah. and I felt like it wasn't wrong because if I have an experience mm-hmm. good or bad I'll write about mm-hmm. it but people felt that she was a bit too harsh or it looked like she wanted to give it a bad review 
because nobody else had done it so that was the topic of discussion so you guys as food bloggers and you go to review if you go to a restaurant do you also give negative reviews um yes <laughs> the thing is we we pride ourselves in how we put stuff we wouldn't sugarcoat it but it will make you see the point so let's just say we go to a restaurant and then probably the music was too loud but then the food was good we say like oh so the music could be a little bit um decreased yeah. in volume and probably try low house music like we add the suggestions right. yeah. so that they don't feel you know people are very very sensitive mm-hmm. so they don't feel offended they feel like oh you're actually giving them something in return yeah. Yeah. constructive feedback exactly yeah. so they'll be like yeah. oh, okay 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 and then it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's it sits right with both of them it's true, it's true. i get it because even if when i've gone to places like this i try as much as possible even if it's a negative review or criticism i try to make it look constructive right so it, yeah. it doesn't look yeah, yeah but like for instance i think yesterday uh, a, f- a friend of mine and i think you guys uh, retweeted it he went to pinocchio and had a pasta which was i think 75 cd oh, <laughs> and it was yeah. just like a line on the plate yeah. and yeah. Uh, <laughs> i'm not like dissing pinocchio it's a nice place <laughs> like but i felt like and apparently they didn't add tax to it right so i'm assuming it went like <laughs> and nothing was, didn't look like it was worth 85 right so yeah. do you believe in name and shaming or do you not believe in name and shaming in such cases like this well if um, not as taste tales at least as personal like, okay, like um, your own account or okay, something like personally that. i don't believe in um, shaming i i believe in um, more of um, constructive criticism right like in as much as um maybe you find like you get uncomfortable with maybe a service mm. like you should try as much as possible to improve it like talk to them like if if there's the manager you could just talk to the manager if if a wait, waiter or waitress like talks harsh to you at least like just talk to the manager like it, it, it's 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 not a restaurant it's 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 probably the waiter yeah i also i also no, feel like you're yeah, dealing with human beings all around like you see people see restaurants as like an establishment but it's actually human beings running it so you have to put like there has to be like a balance the people in the restaurant how they feel and then how the consumers too will feel because the people in the restaurant are giving like value and then the consumers are re- um what's it called receiving it so i feel like if you're going to criticize you have to like help the restaurants too and also help the consumers there's a way to like balance it out so that at the end of the day both win i get it yeah. i think you were going to say something atun um hey what was i going to say <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i forget no no i was thinking i mean i wouldn't necessarily post on Twitter and try and make a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. Um like a week was, you know, I'd probably call the manager and be like, Charlie, this Tale I know. It's no be 75 series. <laughs> that maybe it was a shrimp because I think I saw shrimp in the picture, right? It was part of the yeah. meal. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I mean 75 is a lot of money for yeah. exclusive for, of tax by the way. Right? Exclusive yeah. exactly, right? And and me and Kwande, I mean, he must have, oh no, he must he wanted to buy shrimp and pasta. That's so right. he should have known that he's going to put down some cash. But if the food came, I'd send it back right there and then be like, this this is not what I ordered. Like, at well, least like, put something more in it. Because yeah. there was another place we also reviewed last time uh, in Laboni Oriental. And they charge the same price, but the quantity you get is way more. Okay, right? yeah, and yeah, yeah. Obviously, it matters, right? Because if you're paying that much, yeah. you want quantity for. Oriental is the one in the pink berry building. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. The and um, I went out. We're discussing something today, and um, we're talking about like food pricing. You know, um, sometimes it has to do with the ambience. Like it has to do with the structure. You know, s- certain places actually 
like it kind of suits the price you get it but you know if it's you know if if it doesn't suit the price i get it like ambience plays a part all right um, yeah. and i know that running an establishment also is there because you have your overheads you have your mm-hmm. electricity exactly yeah, all that stuff is not easy it's not cheap so Lights. i know it's it's not cheap and yeah. people also complain about it but i feel like you should try and strike a balance between mm-hmm. that right like yeah. don't rip off your customers that like badly as well because yeah. i mean if you guys want to see the picture check out Orlando Selassie by Des. Yeah, yeah, I saw I saw it yesterday. And yeah. it's on Twitter and you can check it out. So if you think like it's uh, it would you send it back like if you people are listening to that podcast yeah. and you see that sort of food in front of you what would you do? So going now to Atu who runs Eight Volta Workspaces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give us a give us a rundown of your uh what your workspace is all about. All right. So Yeah so basically um yeah I moved back to Ghana last year right. right and um I found myself I mean when you get used to the internet like outside you come mm-hmm. back and then Charlie you can you can't really do work without some sort of speed in your internet and I think a lot of people can relate yeah. and so I used to work out of coffee shops a lot um Vida Cafe D Cafe Cafe Quiet anybody who knows me Charlie, you come to Cafe Quiet people come down my office cuz I like that place man. Yeah exactly oh, very very good Food's ambience good, yeah. very, very good food very you know I I love the owner is one airport square one airport guys, square yeah. yes and so I was spending a lot of time there but after a while I started to realize that look cafe cafe is essentially a social space right for the kind of work that I was doing I needed you know some time to be quiet and actually be productive yes I could go I could go in there I could you know get some tea like get lunch whatever and obviously see my friends as well but there were some days I was getting frustrated cuz I'm sitting there trying to do some work and actually you know someone's coming hey, out so this and that and that, and that. or I have to get up to go and pee then I see someone out so we end up talking for an hour or whatever right um and of course you can't really control the noise level in there because you are there to work and people are there to eat yeah. um so my mom had this she had a hair nail salon in airport residential okay um so what is happen- happening was I rented the downstairs space from her and then um just transformed the inside uh oh, yeah transformed inside into a co-working space which seats about 15 people um and so I keep telling people that look it was kind of a selfish move because I needed a place to work and for me all the stuff I need to work is quiet space good internet and coffee okay. right so we provide free coffee and tea and sometimes snacks when there's extra money to to buy oh, things like nice. plantain nice. tips yeah <laughs> and is is a quiet space right i have one of my friends who came through to work from there about 2 weeks ago like we actually met at cafe quiet doing work together because we both get there at 9 o'clock and leave at like 10 o'clock when it closes wow. i was i was really abusing the place if i tell you listen to some story but um Yeah, so he came out to 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 the space and just cuz it's so quiet you get there all you have to do is plug in your computer, put in your earphones and 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 you're good to go. And he was like, "Look, these are the most productive five hours I've had in a while." Cuz like me, you know, you're sitting in a coffee shop, you're getting distracted all the noise and all that. Um the space eats as well, but that's outside. So anyone who has to have a meeting, um I actually set up outside for you people who can you sit there, have your lunch, you can interact with whoever. But when you're inside, I mean you have to respect everyone's space, everyone's privacy and reduce the noise level as much as possible. So um yeah, that's basically the story around it. On well. some Saturdays I have kickbacks there just for people to just come chill. Yeah, I've seen yeah. pictures of that. I yeah. think Jameson keeps coming in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've seen that, I've seen that. Exactly. And so I have to come and party. Oh yeah, I'll be there this Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday obviously at the at the Taste Tales <laughs> Night Market. Market. So that's yes. where <laughs> these three come in now. Right. Um so on June 2nd, that's this Saturday, 
at the 8 volt workspaces taste sales is doing a night market and she's doing they're doing it for the first time ever right yes. yeah yeah because yes. i've that, i know the other markets that are there like the day market goods market etc mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and but those are i think are not very i know they have they have a food element definitely yeah. but i think this is like the first proper food market right yeah yeah, yeah. at least that we know. So, yeah, so yeah, you know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you have. Uh, that's meat. actually true. Yeah, because yeah. even in the other markets, they have like they sell stuff. They sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a craft food, food festival. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think yes. there's yes. reels and sipples. Yeah. I think I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But mm. as far yeah. as I know, this is like one of. Okay, for me, this is the first food okay. proper yeah market. Okay. Yeah. So how did the idea come around? Like, what made the three of you sit down and say, "Okay, why don't we do this?" <laughs> I think this is th- interesting. Now. So w- when I was about to open the space, yeah. I had an event, um, one of the Saturday events, right, the mm-hmm. first one, and I think I just messaged you guys on Twitter. Yeah. Right. I yeah, was like, us yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I'd seen their page obviously, and I was looking for a bunch of food, food bloggers because obviously Jameson doing drinks, and then yeah. I have people doing food. Uh, as well, burgers, kebab, uh, rabbits meat, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll come back to this. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually really good. Oh, okay. It's actually really good. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I just messaged him. It's like, oh, like I don't, know, I don't know what exactly I said, but um, yeah, you're invited to come by here and come check out the vibe because it's a very chilled, laid-back vibe. Nothing too giddy giddy. You don't have to dress up, but come have good drinks, good vibes, meet good people, um, that kind of thing. And then they came, started talking. When, then when, we said, when we got there, it was like we just started talking and yeah, planning. Yeah, like yeah, we exactly, knew, yeah. we knew that we wanted to have an event, but it, was, it seemed like a long term goal. Like last earlier this year, Oregu kept saying, "Oh, let's have an event." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. Let's focus on our review ceremony." But the moment we got to yeah. Side, that day we realized how chill it was, yeah, it was so and chill, the idea man. just kept coming. We we're like, nah, we have to. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm letting Atu's head go yeah. big, but <laughs> nah, like we have to have something chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was basically yeah. the the beginning. Yeah, and there's also one thing about Avota. Um, like the kind of people. Sorry, move like, closer to the mic. <laughs> say, say, say it to your the, chest. The chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Um, you know, the kind of people who pass through Avota, like, it's crazy, man. Mm. Like, you meet so many, like, calm and chill people. Mm-hmm. Like, Conversation. Like, yeah. Because yeah. everyone's coming from different places, right? Yeah, like, yeah, my, yeah, my, my, my yeah. network is quite diverse. So I keep yeah. inviting people from... I mean, you meet a range of... My mom even yeah. comes to these events sometimes. That's cool. That's cool. And sits down and talks with there's people who are my... Yeah. It just ask them what they do, like, uh, where they think they want to go. You meet somebody doing tech. Some people from... Yeah, the first bank right yeah. opposite mm-hmm. my place. People from First Bank keep coming through. Um, so you can have really good conversations with um, a bunch of people from, from diverse industries, yeah. um, diverse sectors, diverse backgrounds. That's yeah. what it's about. And it's not it's not necessarily a money-making venture. I just wanted to bring people together okay. for them to chill and have That's fun cool. and yeah. meet, and meet themselves. Yeah. The whole Night Market's idea, food idea, was like, I was telling you, sometimes I see some stuff online that I can't try myself. So, for example, I see both loads Ghana online or Crumb and Crunch. And it's always like when you order stuff from the stuff, the the people you see online, it's like you're getting it for someone else, but not yourself. So, so yeah. it's like, hmm, why don't we like have something where people actually come and try these, um, these businesses they've seen online and they actually form their own opinions. So we're like, okay, so why don't we create create uh, a bunch of uh, startups and food businesses yeah. to come together, drink drinks, desserts, main meals and stuff to come together so that people actually come and try. And then we're going to have like little like boxes yeah. where you can write a note and leave your feedback so that it's not just helping you 
trying the product yeah. for the first time, but it's also helping the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was basically the bottom line. Yeah, yeah, and with the feedback box, you don't need to like leave and go on Twitter and just like tweet about <laughs> stuff. Yeah, you yeah. can actually yeah. write you can actually just it. Tell them yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or like more. tell them. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, that that's a cool idea. And I I've, I've seen the lineup. You guys have got quite a diverse range of people, right? Uh, yeah. You've got the Beaufort Ghana people, yes. then your Crumb and Crunch. And both these places, I've been try- meaning to try them. But again, exactly. like she said, because it's online, I don't see myself ordering... Ten Beaufort yeah. and then eating them like... Oh, yeah. I don't... Even for Crumb and Crunch, I know the owner, like I've met her yeah. once or twice. Hi, Katie. Yeah, hi. Shout out to Katie, by the way. And the thing is, right, I keep seeing her posts on Instagram and they look amazing. Mm-hmm. But again, the whole ordering and things like that, I would prefer going somewhere and picking it up and yeah. going, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think what you guys are doing, this the the, the night market that you're doing, it will help facilitate that this. Plus, it also gives a wider audience for exactly. them because you hear of all these places. Like There's so many uh, food businesses, food startups, mm-hmm. or food like... Mm-hmm. I know like three people who are doing these, uh, they send you breakfast based on how much you yeah. have. And, <laughs> and I'm like, this is very innovative, right? Because it's a lot of hard work that goes into this. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. And you have to put your business out there yeah. and things like that. I mean, yeah. it's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. So... Amongst, I think, uh, cocktails are being done by Ellie, right? Ellie's Mixology and then Butterfly Bar. Butterfly Bar was from uh, the Butterfly Effect Party in December. I don't know if you were there. No, or you I, I, don't, I don't party at all. In Ibri. I stay at home. I'm a homeboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was this crazy party in Ibri, aside Little Havana, in December. I think 26th, no, 24th or something. Coded parties. Okay. Yes, yeah, a very coded party. So the guy is bringing his bar with some cool effects and everything. And then Ellie's. And then we have Elska's. Yeah. Um, cider. cider? Yes. Oh, I love the cider, man. Yes, yes. It's an amazing cider. Exactly. And then we have um, Fairy Bomb. That is doing milkshakes and smoothies, alcohol-infused milkshakes. Wow, Mm -hmm. okay. Yes, that's Nella, Nella behind that. Ah, I see. Yes. All right, so I'm interested in this now. (laughs) (laughs) I've not had a milkshake with alcohol inside, so yeah. yeah. And oh, a premium premium uh, wine wine bar, Chrissy. um, I I saw that, I think the wine and cheese thing, right? Yes, wine and cheese. Cheese, I think the closest to an alcoholic milkshake we could have had is maybe Bailey's, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So how nervous are you about this first, uh, your first event? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm sure because you guys are like work, you're working your normal nine to fives yeah. mm-hmm. and then you're going to also work on your yeah, night yeah. market because you have to ensure everything runs smoothly. It, you'll be running around. I mean, I've done events, so I know. So from your point of view. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, it's crazy like doing your nine to five and like st- still working on, like the tastiest night markets because you know sometimes when we are awake like you could spend like an hour on the phone like talking about this thing planning you know, and planning, scheming yeah scheming like drawing stuff like during work hours like I hope my boss isn't listening to this but yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah during work working hours it's all vibes you know yeah. we're, we're ready for this I want to give pressure I would give pressure. <laughs> no, I, I necessary won't. pressure. It's understandable. Necessary pressure. All like. those stalls, getting everything in order, they have to bring the food there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Someone gets me. Nah, I would give pressure. Because even coming here, see? I told and I had to come <laughs> and wait. Giddy, giddy, see, giddy. I know that I give pressure, but it's all just necessary pressure and it's all love. So, oh, right, cool. so you guys start shop at four o'clock. I mean, yes. that's what the poster says. So. Please, you guys, I beg you, come early, 4 p.m. This isn't a rave. It's not a party. Yeah. It's like, it's food. Yeah, Please. Come, come so the I, early bed. So like. if you come at 4 o'clock, uh, what time are you guys looking to end the thing? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, when people, when the food is finished, eh? when mama <laughs> calls, <laughs> when the food and drinks are finished, everybody goes so, home. So ten, eleven o'clock. Sure. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, there'll be music. Oh, this DJ Kev is oh, handling yeah, music. Shout out to me. Yeah, and Hamatan Rain. Yeah. So I mean, if you like stuff, you feel jam too. And it's not just come till go. Nah, it's all vibes. Just come, just come and chill. Like talk to your friends. Like meet new people. Meet the people behind the brands. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's fine. And then get to like, oh yeah, hey, yeah, this from Elska. Yeah, that's from Crumb and Crunch. So like, there's music. So like. I know. Just it's. I've seen. Yeah. I've. It's like basically you go have good food, good yeah. conversation, and that's what life is all about, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. I mean. Exactly. And it's um. There's a ten city damage at the gates. I so thought this is gonna be damage. Damage. This is gonna be damage. I always wanted to say damage. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think ten cities is fair because. Um, a, a, a lot goes into putting yes. these things together, right? Renting the yeah, stuff. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. I get it. Like, Atu is here, so yeah. Atu- yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Atu is a businessman. So See, yeah. Atu doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you guys are renting the space from him. I assume, right? Even if there's some sort of agreement between you guys, mm, yeah, yeah. you still have to monetize it. So yeah. ten cities, exactly. I think, is fair. Yeah. Very fair. And you actually get to sample some of these stuff. You sample yeah. stuff from Crumb and Crunch, from Elska, like. If you don't come, if you come and you don't have money, cry. You get some samples and you'll be a little bit satisfied. But come with money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys, come with money. Yeah, help the cause. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please don't come without mm. money. And the stuff is not expensive. I mean, I'm sure the most expensive thing probably there will be like thirty CDs. Oh, thirty-five. Yeah. At most. yeah. Because we have um the chop shop. Yeah. And I think just girls yeah, is coming grills. through. It's between thirty to thirty-five yeah. for the main meals, which is fine, right? Because yeah. you pay. Yeah. I mean, thirty thirty-five is very reasonable exactly. considering where you we, if you can get. Past of us, exactly. That's exactly. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think it's very reasonable. So, uh, guys, make sure you come for this. Uh, yes. Check out it Volta Workspaces mm-hmm. and make sure you come for the Taste Tales Night Market. I will be there mm-hmm. uh, eating a lot of food that day. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to be dieting from Friday night. He said from Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to feel an appetite just for that. Ah, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm a growing boy. I need no my nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> So mm-hmm. moving on, uh, okay. So what I just wanted to like run down with you guys. What is your take on the food industry here in Ghana, like the restaurant business? Because people complain that th- the only thing you can do in Ghana is go out and eat food. Yeah. There's nothing else for recreational activity, <laughs> and I've seen that because I anytime I'm doing anything, it's, I'm always going out. But then yeah. what I try to do is I make the best out of it by going with someone and having a good conversation. So that way. It's yeah. sort of engaging. Exactly. So, what is your take on the whole restaurant business? Because every day I open an Instagram or Twitter, Facebook, and there's a new place somewhere far off. Like, uh, for instance, this Saturday we went to a place called Potbelly Shack. Mm, yeah, we've seen it. We've seen I it. think the owner is friends with Fiona's or Fiona's yeah, plates, yeah. and he's done a very nice job of the place. It's mm-hmm. it feel it has this whole American feel to it. It's branded mm-hmm. by Jack Daniels. Where is it? Uh, is that Adjingano? Just opposite Adjingano uh, Football Park. Okay. It's so it's it's a very nice place. Outside mm. seating, inside seating, mm. and the music he was playing inside was like the uh, 40s and 50s jazz sort of okay. music. They're not open officially yet. That I think they're doing sometime it's on the 16th. 16th of June. of June, yeah. But they're still like serving and things, okay. and it was good, and it was very. Uh, Reasonably priced. Mm. I think we had eight items, and our bill came to one hundred and sixty-four cities. Oh, wow! Yeah, like wow. 
So that's ah. like the meal we posted today. I don't know if you saw it. No. Okay. Villa Monticello. Yes. Where is that? It's at, right? No, it's at uh, airport opposite right. Kuala. Yeah. There's a place in airport which is reasonable. No, no, I mean expensive. No, no. Like oh, it was, it was one, one plate was... Oh, okay. Yeah, one place like. was... Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the only reasonably priced place in airports is at Ace Water. <laughs> 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 so yeah, <laughs> uh, coming back to this thing. So like I was saying, there was a new place now that has come up there. Okay, there's a new place uh, that this is a new place. It's still yet to open. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So the average did I include drinks or that was just food? so okay? I, we didn't have alcohol. I think the okay. alcohol is a bit expensive because that's okay. how normally businesses do. Right, right, right. So we had like one large pizza, um, two mashed potatoes, a potato salad, wow. three hot dogs. Um, chicken wings. Well, yeah. Is that one sixty? One sixty four. One sixty four. Three glasses. Uh, three waters. Two cokes. One sixty four. Ah, so that comes like average of like twenty CDs. And we are four of us, so you can imagine forty CDs each, and we ate that much. Okay. We couldn't even finish. That was the bad part. So we took, we took it home. We took it home. Yeah. And um, I'm sure like you'll get better. The only thing I thought was the service was slow, but again they're not open officially, yeah, exactly. so I can't hold it so, against them. Mm-hmm. So once they open officially. Then we know how to go about it. Yeah, but you can go there and try it out. It's nice. Yeah, we yeah. we will in yeah. like a few weeks. We'll Taste tales. Yes, we'll be at the <laughs> lunch. <laughs> so yeah. So what is your take on the whole food industry? Like in a few words, like just sum it up. If okay, um, not as taste tales as like you individually, yeah, individually like you yeah. who goes out to eat. You know, like, I think the um, food business in Ghana is like a really lucrative one. Like you can make mm-hmm. a lot of money from f- like the food, food business, yeah. but there are certain key things like. Um, businesses need to take note of that's um, number one the pricing Ghanaians are really you know they, are, they really think about like the price like mm-hmm. they, they, they they consider pricing when going to like an eatery <laughs> number two customer service ah. customer service is key number three the location of your your, your business business alright yeah yeah Um, the food scene in Ghana okay I think I, I really think as a person, I can't keep up. Like, every day, there are new food places that someone, even sometimes, someone's like, oh, have I heard of this place? I'm like, no, I haven't. I just think there are too many. Like, if right now you're, you're listening and you're thinking of trying to start a restaurant, please relax. Like, <laughs> just yeah. relax and try to see your options. Or maybe if you want to start a restaurant, see if you can have, like, something fun and then put the food side inside but like cornered or something because the food places are too much that's mm. that's basically what i i think about the food scene interesting hey, I, i'd say like i mean so you talk about or we could talk about location right you mm. want a good location you have to what osu laboni or Gajones, east legon Ajung, yeah, right? like, those places are not cheap like they, rent in these places is not cheap and sure. food itself like main food ingredients themselves are not cheap yeah. so I'm not sure. I know restaurants operate on very thin margins, right? So mm-hmm. maybe it's not their fault that, and the electricity is expensive as well, right? Really? Maybe it's not their fault that their food is priced yeah. so high. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. What's a pot belly shack? shack? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a family property, right? So Ahia's food can be reasonably mm-hmm. priced because mm-hmm. he's not exactly paying rent to a landlord. In, in Ghana, you have to pay what two years in advance, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of nonsense, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so may, maybe that's is not is not their fault. And I'm thinking like back to what you were saying. 
something something that's different like yeah. a whole kind of different experience be that will make your place more attractive yeah, yeah right? like I'll create like a vibe like if there's this restaurant it's like an 80s restaurant or like a, like just something different if but, you're going to make a restaurant uh-huh. it has to be like I think but at the same a good t- example I, is Little Havana have you guys been there? yeah it's, yeah, 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 yeah. it's a Cuban themed restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. and I exactly. loved it like yeah, the whole yeah, yeah exactly like some mariachi vibe. music yeah, 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 yeah. I think we need more of those yeah, kind exactly. of things yeah. Right? Okay, yeah that's yeah. true exactly. that's true that's true exactly. I was just reading something uh, in Kenya there's this guy who opened a wings only restaurant Right, because I think they went to some restaurant and they had only really like two different sauces you got on your wings. Maybe it was just spicy or non-spicy or something like that. And he was like, nah, like we need more. So he opened his wing, wings only restaurant. They have like 20 flavors of wings wow. that you can order. Wow. So, That's I mean, really we go cool. there, it's just wings, right? Yeah. Yeah. The thing about it, it's kind of smart on his part because he, all he has to do is, he's buying a lot of wings so he can leverage that i'm buying you know wholesale yeah. so yeah. give me a, a reduced price and all you have to do is get people to make 20 different sources and, and that and he doesn't need that many people wings exactly. fries or maybe some jollof yeah. or something and and he's good and, to go and i feel like menus a lot of menus look alike it's the same fried yeah. rice jollof mm-hmm. fries. F- uh, fries or yam if mm-hmm. you're lucky you have yam chips mm-hmm. yeah pork like just try to mm-hmm. like explore mm-hmm. and so I feel like it, that depends because if you go to like your high-end restaurants, then it's a bit more different. Mm-hmm. If you go to like the medium ones, it's the same thing all over again. Like all the places have yam, pork, chips. I mean, that's yeah. all. but people like that as well, right? So that's the other thing. Because I feel like people are a bit scared to experiment as well over Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. Usually people so, are afraid to eat rabbits. I mean... Please, please. Okay. I don't encourage that. <laughs> all right, so apparently rabbit is really good. I haven't tried it. it I don't is. think I will. But I... I'm more of like people are very diffi- uh, afraid to ex- experiment with food I think mm. right and then you also have like your apart from restaurants and high end places you also have your chobas mm-hmm. which are many and mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. have their favorite chobas for mm-hmm. their favorite mm-hmm. yeah, 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 that sort of thing chobas. right because yeah. I even want to do like later on a rundown of like popular fufu joints because I know everybody has some fufu joint yeah. that he swears by like yeah, only you know. go there <laughs> yeah. you know, that sort of thing right yeah. So, yeah. in a way so I feel like some uh, most Ghanaians like to stick to what they know so mm-hmm. no everyone wants the usual uh, maybe yam and then pork they don't want to try maybe some rabbits with some fancy name and some fancy <laughs> sauce so, name yeah. because so I feel like also restaurants maybe I should give them the benefits of the doubt that they know their market and they know that this is what people like to stick to this thing so I'm just yeah. going to be do this so yeah. true and um, you know sometimes too like until um, like the food gets some clout you know if the food blow then post study chop you see? <laughs> if the food is blue, like some kind of come with mm. blue, then yeah, people start like to move to it. Like, move, yeah, just yeah. like the regular Ghanaian. Like if someone starts a mobile money business, the next person is going to start another yeah, mobile yeah, money yeah. business yeah. right next to the person. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I still think they should experiment. Right. I guess that. And I think one of the biggest factors I've seen here that causes people not to go to places is customer service. Because yeah, I've had facts. bad experiences. Because the food will be amazing. The experience will be like, so bad and then you're like I'm never going there ever again and we spoke about this in the last podcast as well because I had my issues with Bosphorus and mm-hmm. we used to be like regulars there and we stopped because if your service even if if your service is good and your food is alright I'll still come because I value the service as well mm-hmm. but if your service is bad and then your food is also going bad there's no way I'm coming to your place yeah. 
And I've had uh, problems with service in a lot of these popular places as well. And I feel like there needs to be a certain change that happens and restaurant owners need to like make their staff learn this. And as much as it's an unpopular thing, I feel like foreign-run places are much better with service than locally, locally yeah. run ones. Because I've been to both and it's mm-hmm. not like it's a racist thing. or mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel like because they've come from a different country to run a business mm-hmm. in a different country, yeah. they're not here to come and play mm-hmm. with their mm-hmm. like business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're here to make money. So for them, everything has to be on point from service to like decor to this. They also have the issues. There are places that foreign run which have bad service. But I feel like exactly. foreign run places have better service. What do you guys think? I mean, in all the places that you've been to. Yeah, and you know, and most of these <coughs> friends are like more strict on their stuff. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. that's one thing we've noticed. Like, very, very, we have, we've probably seen some stuff that are actually scared of their managers. So they will act in the way that they want them to be happy. Yeah, and you always find their managers around. Exactly. Which is going to Like, you would just yeah, ask the manager key. and like, um, he's not around. He's so. gone somewhere. No, 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 so need, that's, that's yeah, the problem. Yeah. I feel like they both have their... Ups and downs. Mm. Ups and downs. So, like I, I remember, like in the, uh, we were saying that the in, I think both Lord of the Wings and Oriental, we had this thing where the manager, like they kept coming and asking everything all right. Yeah, it gets annoying. But yeah. I was like, I'd rather take that Done. than have no manager checking on me yeah. or no person checking on how I'm doing or no waiters because I've had that experience where you come and just be like boss and he'll be yeah. like I'll come in 15-20 minutes and he never comes that sort of thing and right? one thing we realize is when we let people know or people know maybe a restaurant knows taste is coming today it's coming review mm-hmm. that's one thing we don't like because yeah. then it puts they put up this whole so when we go there we get like hmm is this actually you or is like something you're putting up because it's like oh everything's set up everyone is nice and everything so we actually prefer going like anonymously where they don't even know we're going to say anything oh there was this place we went to I I can't mention like the name of the Uh place but yeah oh please it's a free podcast we name it like she kept asking like oh how is how is it going? Oh, today there was so much salt in it. I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, like we're just getting like so explanations. Like, yeah, she really explained. Cause it has its benefits. Cause yeah, we're getting free food mm-hmm. and yay. But then our business, this is like a business, a company, and then we credit ourselves with being honest, honest and not yeah, yeah. biased. So we always take the anonymous reviews to the, the ones that yeah they know the ones that they know we are coming. Yeah. But at the same time, is it is it a matter of it the uh, restaurant being foreign owned or either either foreign owned or locally owned or the amount of training that the managers put into that the amount of training that they invest in their in their human capital because I mean when I go to any restaurant I I don't I can't really tell if it's foreign owned or mm-hmm. locally owned mm-hmm. I, at least I don't I don't pay attention to those things like it's the experience I'm looking for um, whether or not is owned by a foreigner or owned by a Ghanaian, I expect the same amount of service, which yeah. which boils down to the managers or the owners taking the time to train the people um, in what, the basic HR stuff, right? Please, thank you. Oh, uh, know how to place cutlery, like basic, basic things, and come back and check on their check on their their guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, so teaching them these basic things um, is probably what's most important here. Definitely. Um, yeah. So I think that's about it for today's podcast. Yeah, we uh, too. Yeah. 
If water works, faces. <laughs> just look for the guy with the semi, the semi bald guy. Yeah. With oh, I beg you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he looks like Shaquille O'Neal, by the way. Hey, so yeah. I beg you. Kinda in a caftan. Yeah, in a caftan. Yeah, he's always in a caftan. So if you see him, please say hi to him there. We just want to say thank you for all the support. We've received so much support. It was scary putting it out there because we didn't know how. Uh, everyone would react mm, like, "What is this nice market? What is this Saturday? I'm going to Bloomba." But no, you <laughs> hey, guys, what are you doing? You guys, people said. I'm like, "Please, Lagona as well, guys." Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Saturday, I'm going for quiz nights. Now, nah, what is this nice market? Karaoke nights. Yeah. Karaoke nights. Sorry about. Oh, Johnny, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have shown so much like love through the retweets, commenting, replying, yeah, the likes. Yeah, even in, even op- opening the tweets, opening like, the tweets, like the views, okay. like, like we are satisfied. We are really and we are really looking forward to hosting you yeah. guys on Saturday. Saturday. And big thanks yeah. to all the vendors, Kev, Benewa, everyone, everyone, mm-hmm. and. At all, yeah. of course. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. But directions, just in case oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. who don't know, yeah, please. It's on Google Maps and it's on Uber. Yeah. <laughs> but in case you want the manual yeah. one, yeah. So number eight, just the number eight, and then Volta, V O L T A workspace. You put that in, in Google Maps, it should come up, or in Uber, it should come up as well. Um, but if you're not using any either of those, um, come to. The Kuala and Airport, which is right next to the National Service Secretariat. Um, there's a junction adjacent to it that passes by the tall Iris building or D Cafe. Anyone knows that D Cafe road? So you go down, um, it's a building. I mean, you see a signboard on your right. So if you pa- after you pass the first um, right turning. So don't take that first right turning. Just keep going down. You would probably just see cars parked outside. But you look on your right in case you're the first one to come. Uh, <laughs> look on your right you see a big black signboard um with eight water workspaces return it is on your right yes um so yeah yeah and thank you omi for having us thank you so much for guys for coming <coughs> so i will sign off mm-hmm. thank you yeah <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see that